Today's daf is Ksubis daf Yud Ches, and we are 15 lines from the top of daf Yud Zayin Amid Beis, the two dots, Umoide Rabbi Yeshua Ba'imel Chaveri V'chulu. Today's daf is being learned as a schus refor shalom, Fachayim Elaza ben Rachel Leah, Gavril Yehoshua ben Nechama Chana, and Shmil Yisrael ben Surah Dina. So we're continuing in the beginning of the second parak of Asachtis Ksubis, parak Ho'isha Shenes Armala. And the Gemara now is going to refer to the Seifa of the first mission of the Perik, which began with the words, Umoide Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua's Moida, that if somebody goes over to his friend and he says, you see this field that I live in, Shalavicha Haisa, it belonged to your father, however, I purchased it from him. Says the Mishnah, this person would not have to prove that he actually purchased this field from this person's father. In fact, he's believed, and the reason is, because the only reason we know that this field ever belonged to this person's father is because Deloikeach himself said so. So if you believe me that it was your father's field, believe me that I bought it from him. And then the Mishnah says, If, however, there would be Adam that say that this person's father once owned this field, or now somebody comes over and he says, you know, the field that was your father's, you didn't know, you were too young, I bought it from him. In that case, the Allah is, he's not going to be believed. And the Gemara on Daft Tezayin Amit Aleph clarified, what does it mean, Rabbi Yeshua? Who's Rabbi Yeshua Moide too? And Lamaskana, the Gemara said, that this Rabbi Yeshua, although it's in the second parak, is really referring back to something that he said in the first parak. And that is the four Rabbi Yeshua's of Loiv Mipiyu Anuchayim, from which emerged a lot of Lambdas and a lot of Grace as far as. But one of the things that emerged there was that Rabbi Yeshua is less Migu. And that's what Rabbi Yeshua is saying here in the beginning of Perak Yishish and That even though I don't hold of Migu, but I do hold of Pesha Asa Pesha Eter. And the Gemara says at the end of the day, what's the difference? L'chura, Haim Migu, V'haim Migu. Maishno Haim Migu, Mehaim Migu. Isn't a Pesha Asa really just a Migu? In fact, some Rishonim referred to Pesha Asar as Migu di Iboi Shasik. The Makar is this Gemara. At the end of the day, really all it is is a Migu. So if Rabbi Shua doesn't hold of Migu in the end of the first parak, I am Shab, so why would he hold of Migu here? And the Gemara said, the difference is, in the words of Chazal, There's a difference between a situation where there's a smoking gun, and there's a shaklavataria, and something clearly happened, and he said this, and he said that, where there's a svara to say that if I could have said a better taina, believe me with the lesser taina. This is different. This is on a whole nother level. Over here, there was no shar shachot. Over here, there was no dintaira. No one was ever questioning this person who was living in a field. He, out of the goodness of his heart, for whatever reason, decided to be super honest. And he went over to his friend. He says, you should know this field used to belong to your father. He's making casual conversation. But he's the one that initiated and instigated this whole thing in the first place. There's no shar shachot. It's all based on what he said. He's the Pesha Asar. He's the one that created the whole confusion in the first place. That type of Migu is a better Migu. It's what we know as Pesha Asar. But the bottom line is, Rabbi Yeshua doesn't hold a Migu, but Rabbi Yeshua does hold of Pesha Asar. And that was really the point of the Seif of the Mishnah. The point of the Seif of the Mishnah is the postscript to the end of the first parak. And the time of the Mishnah felt that it wanted to tell us here in Shas Katan, this idea that even though Rabbi Yeshua is less Migu, but he's Islay Pesha Asar. Now, the first part of today, 
today's daf, and really the first two parts of today's daf. Today's daf, as we're going to see, could be divided into really three different shlavim. So shlav aleph and shlav beis are going to focus on the same general thing. We're going to get into some real gemaras. But the theme is very simple and very straightforward, very balabatish. And that is, Rabbi Yeshua doesn't hold a migu, but he holds a pesha And the time of the Mishnah wanted to bring out that point. Said so had to pick a, an example of a Pesha Asa. What was the example? Reuven goes over to Shimon. The field that I'm living in used to belong to your father, but I bought it from him. The Gemara thinks, this is the backdrop of the beginning of the daf, that it's a little bit of a funny example. And really what the Gemara is going to do is just question the marshal. So we're not questioning the Toichen, we're questioning the marshal. So, Mamish. This is a shtickle Torah from the Heligadubna Magid, who said a Meridig Nimshal with all the Panemius Torah and everything that's supposed to be taken out of it, but he gave a marshal to explain it. The Kasha is on the Dubna Magid's marshal, not on his Nimshal. And that's really what the Gemara is going to focus on. Now, but Derek Hagav, we're going to get into Cheskes Abatim, we're going to get into Shnai Moichsim, as we're about to see. But as far as the objective of what the Gemara is trying to do, is not question the Toichin of Rabbi Yeshua, which is, I don't hold a Migu, but I do hold of a Pesha Asa Pesha Yeter. But it's really more, why do you pick this Mashal? There must be a reason, and maybe there's a limit to be taken out of the fact that Rabbi Yeshua picked the Mashal that he picked. Now, the first third of today's daf is going to be predicated on one of the most important halachas in the world of Nash and Nazikin, something that repeats itself again and again and again, and that's the concept of Cheskas Gimel Shonim. There's a parak in Shaz that's dedicated to the laws of Cheskas Gimel Shonim. It's in the conversation of the most famous, certainly most lumnish of in Shaz. It's the third parak of Masechtis Bava Basra. It's parak Cheskas Abat. So what exactly is a, a Cheskas Gimel Shonim? A man has been living in a house. Somebody comes over to him, and he tells him, you know, this house that you're living in, this was my house. I'll prove it to you. Aveidim that say that this house was my house. This Yid says, I understand it was your house, but I bought it from you. You bought it? Where's your star? I lost the star. So what's that lacha? If this person was already living in the field for three years, he was machzik in the field, gimel shonim. So then the halacha is, we assume it's a ride that it's his field, he gets to stay in the field. And the fact that he doesn't have the shtar is neither here nor there. If, however, he was living there less than three years, the halacha is that he would have to return the house, being that the toivei is coming with Edom, that support the fact that this was once his, he'd be able to keep it. This is the idea of Cheskes Gimel Shonim. A Yid who's machzik in a field, in a bias, in a piece of karka for three years, and nobody protested during those three years. It's after the three years that suddenly there's a din taira. The Allah is the fact that I lived it for three years without anyone being moicha. That's going to prove that it's mine, and as a result, I'm going to be able to keep it. Now, what's the posh premise of Cheskes Gimel Shonim? Forget the lumdis, just the premise. It's very simple. If... This was your field. You should have been Meicha. You should have protested. You would let somebody live in your house and eat his Shabbos suitors in your dining room and cook in your kitchen for three years and never say a word? Less than three years? Maybe. But three years, that was the number that Chazal felt at this point it's already untenable to assume that this is something that's normal. And as a result, at that point, it's going to be mine. Meaning, the fact that I was there for three years and you were a Meicha, that's the raya that it's mine. It's for that reason Chazal said that if there's a good reason, there's an alibi, there's a rationale why the person was a moicha, so that would knock out the whole koyach of 
Cheskes Gemoshanim. And in that case, a person wouldn't have Chazaka. So with that little bit of an introduction, Zok Tehel Gemara, 15 lights from the top of Daf Yud Zayin So the Mishnah said, Even the Rabbi Shul doesn't hold a Migu, but he holds a Pesha Asar. the case of Pesha Asar in the Mishnah, where he goes up to his friend and he says, the field that I'm living in used to belong to your father. I bought it from him. In that case, he is believed. The Seifa of the Seifa was, if there were Adam that say that this field used to belong to your father, and I said the Kachti Menu, in that case, I'm not going to be believed. So the Gemara asked the first question. Listen, Rabbi Yeshua, why did the Mishnah say that the case of Pesha Asr is when Reuven goes over to Shimon, the field that I'm living in used to belong to your father? It just sounds like an extra step. It's just confusing us a little bit. Bullshit, this field used to be yours, and I bought it from you. Bukhura, he should be believed because of a Pesha Asr. So if Rabbi Shu wants to make his point to Pesha Asr, why didn't he just make it in that very simple case? So the Gemara says, because the time of the Mishnah didn't only want to say the first part of the Seifah, he also wanted to say the Seifah of the Seifah. He wanted to give us a case where Rabbi Shua holds a Pesha Asr and also a case where Rabbi Shua does not hold a Pesha Asr. Now what was the Seifah? If there are Edom that say that it belonged to the father, and he says that he bought it, and in that case, he's not going to be believed. So the Gemara says, hey, what would be the scenario, the rest of the information that we need to, in order to understand that Seifah? Meaning, had it said that Seifah, if it's talking about with this person, has a chazaka. He lived in this field for three years. So Aiden say that it belonged to Shimon. Ruvain has now proof. Aiden that say that he lived there for three years. Amaylo Mehemin. Then he would be believed. Why would he be believed? Because he has a chazaka. And if he didn't have a chazaka, then it's Pashid, he would not be believed. So if the time of the Mishnah wouldn't mention the case of Pesha also, where a person says, I bought this field from you, then the safer would have been where Adam say that this field belonged to you, and I say I bought it from you, that I'm not believed. And the Gemara's kasha is that, or the Gemara's point is, is that that is either Pashit or factually incorrect. Because if it's talking about where I don't have a cheskes gimel shanim, then it's pashit. And if it's talking about where I do have a cheskes gimel shanim, then it's incorrect. So the seifa would not really be so gishmak, because either it would be shver, which is a flat-out problem, or it would be pshita, which is also not so good. So therefore, we pick the case where the Pesha Asar is such where I could also mention a Seifa. But the Gemara says, if that's the case, even in the case that we do have, meaning where the Pesha Asar is, I bought it from your father. It used to belong to him, but I purchased it from him. And what's the Seifa of that? If there were Eden that say that it belonged to the father, and I say I bought it from him, they never fight the Gemara, the same question. If it's talking about where this person, Ruvain, has a Cheskes Gimel then he should be believed. Just because Eden say that it belonged to the father, my Chazaka doesn't work, it's the same Cheskes Gimel and if it's talking about where I didn't have a cheskes kimoshanim, pshita deloy mehem, and then it's pashit. It's not going to work. So what's even the havamina? Ud kari la makari What difference does it make if the case is the edom are saying that it belonged to you or it belonged to your father? At the end of the day, I should be believed if I have a cheskes kimoshanim, and it's pshita that I shouldn't be believed if I don't have a cheskes kimoshanim. So Gemara says, no. Let me clarify my point. Bishloim gabi yoviv. Bishloim the case of the Mishnah with the Edom are saying that it belonged to the father. Mishkachaslo. I'll explain to you what the chiddush might be. Meaning, we're going to make an akimta in the safe of the Mishnah just so that there should be a little bit of a chiddush. The halacha doesn't really need an akimta, but to give it a little bit of a chiddush, to give it a stickle punchline. 
so that it shouldn't be pshita, we're going to give it a little bit of a chiddush. So the chiddush will be as follows, and that is, it's talking about what this person had, however, the way the three years were divided was two years, while the father was alive, he was machzik two years, then the father died, he left over a son, the son was a cotton, that's important, and then he was machzik one year during the lifetime of his son, and the reason, is based on something Rafuna said, Rafuna said, you can't be machzik in the nechassim of a cotton. So if the owner of the field is a cotton, chazaka doesn't work. And another chiddush he said, afilu higdo. Meaning, if you started being machzik benachzik cotton, and then the cotton became older, even the chazaka that you continue to have while he's a gadol wouldn't work. That's a chiddush in Bava Basra. But the bottom line is, that's the Gemara, that maybe the reason the Tana the Mishnah mentioned the case that it mentioned, Soda Zu wasn't to teach me the halacha Peshasa. For Peshasa, we could have worked with the same framework and said it even more Pashit. But the time of the Mishnah wanted to mention a Sefer, wanted to mention the parallel case where you don't have a Peshasa, what would that be if there were Edom that say that it belonged to you? Were there Edom that say that it belonged to your father? If the case is where we're dining, if it was your field, there'd be no Chiddush to say that I'm not believed where there are that say that it was your field. If, however, the case is where it was your father's field, we can come up with an Aikimta so that we can create a Shtikla Chiddush. Why, even if there are Edim that say that it was your father's field, still I'm not believed. What would be the Chiddush? It's talking about where I had a Cheskes Gimelshan. Once I've had a Cheskes Gimelshan, I should be believed. No, but it was a, an inferior Chazaka because two of the three years were Bechaye Ha'av, one was Bechaye Ha'katon, and Kamash won the Mishnah in Neman because there's no Chazaka. It's not a real chazak. Because even though the real chiddush of the Mishnah is that when there are Adam, there's no Pesha Asa, but Baderich Agav, we want it to be a little bit of an extra chiddush in the Sefer as well. And that extra chiddush would be that Azazar Chazak, where it's two years Bechayav, one year Bechayaben, where the Ben is a cotton, it's not going to work. But the Gemara asks a nice question. If that's Pshad in the Sefer, meaning if we're making this Aikimta in the Sefer, so it comes out that Rafuna's Halacha, E Machsikim Benichse Cotton, Afilu Higdal is really Mephorish Mishnah. Because this person had a Chaskis Gimelshan. It's true, two years b'chayyav, one year b'chayyaben, that's not a problem. The problem is that the third year was b'chayyakotan. So really, Hunas halacha, that in machzikim and echzaykotan, just became a mafurisha mishnah. Now, it's anything but a mafurisha mishnah, but based on the akimta that we just made, it's a mishnah. It's afraid the Gemara of Rafuna Masis and Asalash Minon. So what's Pshana Rafuna? Rafuna is coming to teach me a mishnah. So the Gemara says, two posh to do it. You're right, if it was a mafurisha mishnah, Rafuna would have never said it. Rafuna got in Besmedrish, told Oilam how to learn a mishnah. You have to know how to learn a mishnah. No, it's, like we said, it's not a Mephurish Mishnah. You're right. Lachar ho'iyon. That is Pshad in the Mishnah. But how goof was what Rav Huna was coming to teach me? The Chiddush of Rav Huna was the next Knech. And that is that not only but Afilu Higdal. So if someone begins his Chazaka in the Nechassim of a Katan, and then the Katan becomes a Gadol, so you would say, okay, the time that I was Machzik when he was a Katan is not a Chazaka, but now that he's a Gadol, it should be a Chazaka. Rafuna's Chiddush was a Filu Higdol, that you don't see in the Mishnah, and that was the Iker Chiddush of Ravuna. You're right, the first part of Ravuna, could be Ravuna would have never said. He would have said, learn Mishnayis, look in the Rabbeinu Avadya Bartanura, and you'll know Pashim Shana what the Mishnah means. Afilu Higdal, that you don't see in the Mishnah, and that's what really Rafuna wanted to say. So basically what we're saying is that really, if all the time the Mishnah wanted to mention was a case of Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitter, could have mentioned the same case in the Mishnah, but a little more Pasha. Not Sada Zushal but Sada Zushal So why do we say Sada Zushal Because we wanted to mention a Sefer that if there's Edim, Eino which in the case of 
would mean the Edom are saying that the field belongs to you. I'm saying I bought it from you. There's no Chiddush that I'm not believed. Because obviously, if I'm not believed, it means I don't have a Cheskas Gimel Shonim. And if I have no Cheskas Gimel Shonim, it's Pshita. If I have a Cheskas Gimel Shonim, I would be believed. So there's no Chiddush. And because there's no Chiddush, that's what we didn't mention. By talking about a case where the person said, Sada Zushal Avicha Haisa, now there's already a little bit of a Chiddush in the Seifa. Because when Adam say that it belonged to your father, and we say that if I say, could be there's a Chiddush, because we can make an Akim that's talking about where I had a Cheskas Gimel Shonim, Still ain't a neman, the chiddush is Rafuna Zalacha, and therefore we pick that case. But the Gemara says, I can come up with a, ch- a chiddush in Cheskes Gimel Shanim, even where the Edom are saying, and I'm saying, meaning the same mahalach that the Gemara just made to make it work in the Mishnah the way we have it, creates some sort of chiddush of, even though there are Edom that are saying that it was yours. I had a cheskes gimel shanim. There's some sort of chiddush going on that that chazak is not a chazak, and therefore ain't a I could come up with a very parallel case in sada zushal chayis, a household. Lesnaya bedid. Let the mishnah be talking about what the person said sada zushal chayis. Now, what's the kasha? Then what's the chiddush going to be in the sefer? The look mokigain shachle shnei befandov. Let's make it a kim to where it's talking about where I had a cheskes gimel shanim. However, two of the years of the Chazaka was Befanov. It was in the presence of the owner of the field. And the third year that I was Machzik, the owner of the field wasn't there. It's talking about that he ran away. So over there I had a Cheskes Gimel Shanim. So there you could have certainly had a Havamina that even though there are Edom that are saying that it belonged to Shimon, if Ruven says I bought it from Shimon, really Ruven should be believed. Why then is he not believed? He's not believed because it's not a proper Chazaka. And the reason it's not a proper Chazaka is because the third year was Shaloi Befanov. And because it was Shaloi Befanov, it's not a Chazaka. What would be the svarah that a chazaka shloi befanov shouldn't be a chazaka because like we mentioned the whole purpose and the whole reason cheskes gimel shanim works is because there's a svarah there's an umdana that if it's your field you would have been moicha well if the person wasn't here it couldn't have been moicha so that's maybe why it's not a chazaka and maybe that's an agav chiddush that we can learn from the sefer but the gemara says one second so you want to tell me that the mishnah could have made an akimto shebarach Says the Gemara, Baruch Machmas Mai. Why would he have ran away? Either Baruch Machmas Tafashas, if he ran away because he's trying to save his life, Pshita Dloy Mohammed. It's Pashid that the person's Zainoy Neman. I don't need a Mishnah to tell me that. Why? Because if the person ran away from his life, so it's literally Sakonas Nafashas for him to be Moicha. Whole idea of being Moicha, even from a distance, is so there should be a coil. Chavr Chavr Yislev, Chavr 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 Yislev, right? Those words come from the Sugi of, of Macha in Perecheskis Abatim. So it's all predicated on the fact that you want to get the world out there. If you're hiding for your life, so you can't expect me to be my chazaka. It's Pasha, the chazaka is not a chazaka. You're going to tell me, oh, it's a chiddish because I was there three years. No, it's not. That third year is no shaykhis because that third year the owner of the field was afraid to be moicha. says the Gemara, if it's talking about what the person ran away because of mom and he should have been moicha. And you therefore would be believed because it is a proper chazaka. The Kambo Macha Shaloi Befanov, Hami Macha. Because we hold that a Macha Shaloi Befanov is a Macha. What's the Makar? This is the time we learned to the Mishnah. Shalosh Haraz is the chazaka. There are three lands. Meaning, Eretz Yisrael could be divided into three regions as it relates to Chazaka. Cheskes Gimel Shonim. Yehuda's one. Ever Hayarden is two. V'hagalil is three. Hayyib Yehuda v'chazak Let's say there was a person that was in Yehuda. 
and someone was machzik in his field that was in Galil, or Bigalil, the person was in Galil, the Hichzik Yehuda, and somebody was machzik in his field in Yehuda. In a chazaka, the halachas is not a chazaka. Actually, he be Medina unless they're together in the same Medina. So Sholish Aratzois lechazaka Yehuda Evayadim in Galil. Why is this important? Because as it relates to the laws of chazaka, the only time a chazaka is a chazaka is if the person is in the same region. You're both in Yehuda, you're both in Galil, you're both in Evayadim. The Gemara says Vavina ba, but in Perikheskis Abatim, the Amiram didn't understand this Mishnah. They asked as follows: Mishnah. What is the time of Mishnah? If he holds that a Machosh is considered a Machosh, then I feel of Yehuda Galil Nami. Then even Yehuda and Galil, I should be able to be Machosh. Meaning, if I'm in Yehuda and the owner of the fields in Galil, so you're telling me, oh, it's not a Chazaka. Why is it not a Chazaka? If Machosh is a Machosh. So that person could have been Moicha from the other Medina. He should have been Moicha. Because Machosh And if we hold that Machosh is not a Machosh, then I feel Yehuda Yehuda Namilai. That even if we're both in Yehuda, it still shouldn't be a Chazaka because he should have to literally be there. Amr Abba Bar Mamel. Bar Mamel said, the town of the Mishnah holds that macha shaloi befonov havi macha. So if that's the case, that macha shaloi befonov is a macha. So what's the difference between Yehuda and Evayardin and Galil? He should have been moicha, even though it's a macha shaloi befonov. The reason is umasnisim b'shas cherem shanu. The Mishnah is talking about where it was a shas cherem, and because it was a shas cherem, so in a shas cherem where you can't go from one part of the country to the other part of the country. So in such a situation, vir the machosh lebefonov is not a machosh. So the Gemara says, if the chilik really is not between regions, but shas cherem or not shas cherem, because the oyvah machosh lebefonov is always a machosh, even in different medinas. So Mishnah Yehuda v'Galil denok. So why then did the Mishnah get involved in Yehuda v'Galil? So the Gemara said, the stam Yehuda v'Galil kishas cherem damu, because mina stam when you find yourself in a situation like this, it's going to be. Like a Shascherim. Usually, Yehuda, Galil, Evra, Yardin are Kishascherim. There's not Shioris Metsuyis that go from one place to the other. It, it meets the, the Tchunas Hanefesh of a Shascherim, and as a result, so over there, the Machosh Lebefonov would not be a, would be a Macha, but the bottom, would not be a Macha, and therefore you can't be Machzik Bekai Gavna. But the bottom line is, is what emerges from this last Gemara is that Machosh Lebefonov have your Macha. Really it is. So the Gemara says, you want to be Mike in the Mishnah. Rabbi Shua's Pesha also should have been where the person goes over to his friend. Reuben goes over to Shimon. This field used to be yours. But I bought it from you. To make the point to Pesha also, Pesha Hitta, we could have said that. But what would have been the Sefer? Adam come and the Adam say that it used to belong to Shimon. And Reuben says, I bought it from him. L'churah, what the, what's the halacha going to be? Enoi Neman. Zach the Gemara, that... If I made a cheskes gimel shanim, I would be neman. And if I didn't make a cheskes gimel shanim, then it's pshita, I wouldn't be neman. And there's really no akimta that we can come up with where there would be some sort of a chiddush. The only havamina, ben benoishal havamina, that the Gemara had to come up with a, a mahalach of how to create some sort of chiddush in that line of the Mishnah was if we say kigayin shabarach. But the Gemara said, if you were Baruch Machmas Nefashois, then it's Pshita that the Chazaka is not a Chazaka, because this guy is not going to be Moicha and risk his life. And if he was Baruch Machmas Momoy, Machosh Loi Befanov, 
is a macha. So you should have been moicha. And by the fact that you weren't, be mo- weren't moicha, that's a raya that it is my field. So my chazaka would be a chazaka. So there's no chiddush we can come up with. If, however, we make an aikimta and we express the mission the way we did, not but so then, number one, we'll know the core halacha that the mission is trying to teach me, which is the halacha of Pesha Asa Pesha Yeter. Plus, I have a little bit of a chiddush, the sefer, which the time of the Mishnah wants to mention for whatever reason. But now we can even have a little bit of a chiddush here, a chiddush, Rav Huna's halacha and Cheskes Abatim, and that is, So therefore, we pick that case. But one thing that emerges is, is that the whole setup of the case of Pesha Asa, the Gemara feels, is a little bit dachuk. And the reason is, is because just feels like an extra step. So the Gemara says like this. So I understand. Basically, you told me that the reason we came up with this step of was because we wanted to have a seifa, and the only way that there could be a shtikal achidish in the seifa is by setting it up the way it is. Dr. Gemara, I have a different etzah. It's possible to talk about Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitter, not in the context of a field. Nothing to do with Cheskis Gimel Shanim. Nothing to do with buying anything. Faith the Gemara of Alisni. If all the time that the Mishnah wants to say is Moidi Rabbi Shua, but Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter, so I have a better case. Moidi Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Shua is Moidi, but Imel Chaveir. Somebody goes over to his friend, Mono Lovisi Mimcha, I borrowed a mana from you. He's like, I did. I, I didn't realize that. I loaned, loaned you money. I completely forgot. Yeah, but, well, one second, before you get excited, I happen to have paid. This person doesn't remember anything. But he says, I borrowed it from you, and I paid you. He's going to be believed. Now, that's a case where he's not saying, Mono... Lovisi me avicha sada zushal avicha haisa. He's talking straight. Ruvi's talking to Shimon. You don't have to get the whole mishpoch. All this ideas involved. Very very straightforward. I borrowed money from you and I paid you. You could have the case of pesha also pesha hitter. And I guess in the cash of the gemara, we're assuming everything is going to be able to work. So why are we getting involved in a case of a field that I bought cheskes gimel shanim where I need to talk about shal avicha to make the safer work? We don't even have to talk about Cheskis Rabatim. Let's talk about a regular Pashtalva. I can make the point to Pesha Asa Pesha Yeter, and we're going to have no issues with the Sefer. So the Gemara says it's not true. That's a false statement. Now we're going to have issues with the Sefer. If this would be the case, we couldn't even have a Sefer. Bishum the Kabbalah, the Mishnah Sefer. Again, the time of the Mishnah wants the Sefer. The Sefer is really what's controlling everything. In Yesh, Adam Shul Lava Mimenos, what would be the Sefer? If Adam say that Ruven borrowed money from Shimon, if Ruven says he paid, right? That's what the Sefer would be. The Rashi is the case of the Pesha, so the Sefer is the case with his aid. Reuven goes over to Shimon, I borrowed money from him, I paid, he's believed. Pesha, so Pesha, what would then the Sefer be? If Adim say that Reuven borrowed money from Shimon, and then Reuven says, I paid, there's no Pesha, sir, so in that case, he would not be believed. Faith, you must ask Reuven, we hold, we ask him that if somebody borrows money, and there are Aiden, he doesn't necessarily have to return the money with Aiden, which means he has a koyach atayim embezzled to say that I paid, even though there's no Aiden. Aiden saw the loan, Aiden didn't say the, see the payment of the loan. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm out. So just because there are Aiden that saw the loan doesn't necessarily mean I can't say paraiti. Now, doesn't necessarily mean I'm believed to say paraiti, you have to learn the sugis. But I have an amonis. 
at the very least, to come with a koychatayin and say parayti, and it's not then on arrival by virtue of the fact that I don't have edim, because we paskin amavas chaver beidim, ain't it's archafayt beidim. So if that's the case. The safe in the mishnah actually wouldn't work at all, and for that reason, we did not pick this case. So the gemara is going to continue now and ask another kasha. Again, it's all along the same lines. Another velisni that if all Rabbi Shul wanted to say was teach me the halacha of pasha asa pasha iter, why do you have to get involved in the case that he got, which touches on cheskes abatim and sadlazur shalavichai? So. Uhura, there would be a, another Eitzah. But before we see this last attempt of the Gemara, we need another little bit of an introduction. So if the last introduction was uh, a high level of the Halacha of Cheskes Abatim, this is a little bit of an intro into the laws of Maidim Amiktas, which is a sugya that's very much in the beginning of another very, very famous parak, Another parak that's in the conversation of the most famous parak, most fam- most lundish parak in Shas, and that's parak Shnayim So we're familiar with the concept of a moida b'miktas. What's a moida b'miktas? Reuven goes over to Shimon and he says, you owe me a hundred dollars. Shimon says, fifty. A hundred, fifty. The halach is, Shimon is chayef shfuah d'ayraisa. Shimon has to go to Bezdin, he has to swear, benekitas chayfetz, he needs to swear a shfuah d'ayraisa that he doesn't owe Shimon the extra fifty dollars that he claims he owes him. So again, we are, Reuven would go over to Shimon, and Reuven would tell Shimon, you owe me $100, and Shimon would say, I don't owe you anything. You wouldn't be chayv, any shvur day rice. It's chayv shvur rabbonon, shvur's heses, but that's a whole other story. But shvur day rice, he wouldn't be chayv. If Shimon, however, is moed of he says, I owe you 50, then he's chayv shvur day rice on the other half. Now, there's not a lot of people that are chayv shvur day rice. In fact, there's only three shvur's day rice that you find, so this is a very, very elite group, but there's a parsha of and someone that's is Now the truth is, if you think about it's a very, very shvera concept. Why? Because when Reuben went over to Shimon and he told him, you owe me $100, had Shimon said, I don't owe you anything, he'd be off the hook. Prove you owe me money. If you can prove it, then I'll pay you. But up until then, I'm not giving you anything. You can even come with rives. We learned about that last week. So I'm not giving you anything. But if I'm murdered, that I owe you 50, oh, all of a sudden now my whole situation got worse. I just ruined my case. My lawyers are fuming at me. Now all of a sudden I have to give you a shvur day raisa with Nehru's dolkis and all the chumras of shvur. And you, I am Neman on a shvur. All of a sudden, I just walked into a landmine. Why? Because I offered up an extra $50. What's the pshat? What's the svara? L'chura, every shvur is made of a mixas. Call it amigo, whatever you want to call it. But if I would have been kai for akoil, I would have been neman. But because I was made on half, all of a sudden now, I have no nemanas. So, this very, very short answer, which the Gemara is actually going to mention, ish, on the bottom of the Yomid, is that there's no taina that a person should be believed because I could have been Kaifraka. And the reason is because Chazaka ain't Adam Meis Panov Bifne Bal It's hard maybe to wrap our heads around why Chazal made such a big deal about that Chazaka. But once upon a time, this was a very real deal. And if somebody lends somebody money, Chazal understood there's an umdana, it's muchach, even Rameiros Chaishto Miyuta Pashtas would be moida to this, that a person cannot look his balchayv in the eye and say, I don't owe you anything. Because people have too much decency to be able to do something along those lines. 
Reb Nachman already b'shait. I realized it wasn't so poshet, and that's where Reb Nachman was masakin a shvuas hesses for a guy for a girl. But once upon a time, certainly on a biblical level, in the Dardaya, this is the way it was. Chazaka ino the meyas pana b'fnei bal chayvay. So when a person is koy for a girl, he actually has an amonis. He has a chazaka supporting him. The chazaka ino the meyas pana b'fnei bal chayvay. Once the person's made the b'miktas, so to believe me, Otu, I could have been koy for a girl. It's not true because I wasn't going to be koy for a girl because I'm not a meyas pana b'fnei. So the fact that I could have done that, that's not Nagaya. Okay, so what did I do? I was Moida. I was Moida on half. On the other half, I was Kaifer. To say that I have a Chazaka, that I wouldn't be Kaifer on the other half, that's true for being Kaifer a coil. It's not true for being Kaifer B'Miktas. So the way Chazal looked at a Moida B'Miktas is, is that obviously Ruven's onto something. Because Ruven went over to Shimon, he says, you owe me $100. He said, 50 so, Kenira this and Raglaim Lodover. So now that there's no Chazaka in Odomeyes, and Shimon was already Moida Bemiktas, Epishmak, so now already we need to do a little bit more of an investigation. And the way the Torah felt we should be Machriya this is you swear that the other half is something that you don't really owe, and by making that Shvua, everything is going to be okay. But this is what we know as the Shvua of Moida Bemiktas. But just one piece that's very relevant to understand the Gemara that we're about to learn. And that is that Shvuas Moideb and Miktas is predicated on the fact that there's a Chazak of Eino Demeyes Ponov of Nebuchadnezzar. But if there was no Chazak of Eino Demeyes Ponov of Nebuchadnezzar, then every Moideb and Miktas really would be believed. He would be believed because why do I have to give you what I gave you? If I wanted to lie, this is like the biggest Migu ever. Lachur, why do I even have to give you half. So the fact that I gave you half and I wasn't just going for a girl, that's the biggest riot that I must be telling the truth. It's only because So really, a person would not ever be going for a girl. So now, I, there's a, a svara to assume that for sure the half I'm giving you, I had to have given you. Now the nidr is on the other half. So I in the you better and of my debemix as I now am chayashvur de raisa on the other half. So with that little bit of an introduction, Sakti Gemara. The listeni, my dear Rabbi Yeshua, but in the Chavero, if the time the mission wanted to just simply tell me the chitch. That Rabbi Yeshua, although he doesn't hold a migu in the first pair, because it's ksubis. Oh, but Peshna, so Peshna, hit there he does. So Lachur, why couldn't this be the case of Rabbi Yeshua? A person went over to his friend and he said, Mono la vicha biyadi. Here we're going back to the father. Interesting, right? Your father gave me $100. Meaning, your father's mana is biyadi. It's a Irish house. I owe him $100. However, I paid back already half. So, he offers up the fact that he had borrowed $100 from the top. Reuben goes over to Shimon. He says, Shimon, your father gave me $100. You should know that. I know, yeah, I know you don't know. That's what I'm telling you. But at the same time, I want you to know that I paid back half. So I really only owe him $50. Now, he's going to be believed. Why is he going to be believed? He's going to be believed because he has a pasha, pasha. I mean, what's the chiddush he's believed? The chiddush he's believed is that, number one, he doesn't have to pay him that $50. For that, he certainly has a pasha, pasha. Meaning, the $50 that he's made of he for sure doesn't have to pay. But... The Chiddush is, is that he won't even be chayev a, a, a shvur deiraisa. So in this case, he's not, only, not even going to be chayev. So the Gemara's cash is that this should have been the case of the Mishnah. So why should this have been the case of the Mishnah? Why is this better? In fact, it feels like we're going backwards. We're going back to the father, which in the first part of the daf, we weren't happy with. We had a whole hard cheskes abakim part of the daf. Because why are we talking about Sada Zushal Avichaisa? It should have been Sada Zushal Chaisa. So Rashi says that the reason the Gemara likes this case is because in this case you see two things. Number one, you see Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter, I don't have to give you money. 
you also see Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitta can take away a Shvur Dei Raisa. That because of the Pesha Asa, there's also no Chiv Shvur's Maidim and Mixa. So the Gemara says, if you want to bring out that Rabbi Yeshua holds of Pesha Asa, the Chayra, you should Gone for the kill. And tell me the best case. Number one, Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitta, I don't have to pay you. Not only that, I don't even have to have a Chiv Shvur Dei Raisa. And in this case, the Chayra, because it's a Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitta, there'd be no Chiv Shvur Dei Raisa. The Gemara's cash is, this should have been the case. But the Gemara says, I'll leave it to mind. This case that you wanted should be the case of Rabbi Yeshua. And this is where Rabbi Yeshua would hold Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitta. According to which Tana are you assuming Rabbi Yeshua would have been saying his shita. In other words, the Mar is about to say that this halacha, that we're assuming is for sure the halacha, based on Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitter, is really B'machoi Kishnuya. Not only is it B'machoi Kishnuya, we have two shitas that we're aware of as it relates to this halacha, and what the Gemara thinks the halacha is actually doesn't stem with either one of these two shitas. So the Gemara says like this, yeah, leave it to Rabbanon. If you want Rabbi Yeshua to be going according to the Rabbanon, we'll see who the Rabbanon are in a moment. The Rabbanon hold that a situation like this is a Meshav Aveda. What does that mean? The Rabbanon hold that even if Shimon would go over to Ruvain and he would tell Ruvain, you know, my father loaned you $100. And Ruvain would say, true, but I paid back half already. The halacha would be that Ruven would not be chayish for raisa, even though this is not pasha asa. Over here, Ruven didn't go over to Shimon and offer the information. Shimon knew about this. At Shimon, when he said manolo avi biyatcha, right? My father, it's hundred thousand euros. He says I already paid back half. He says Even in that case, the Gemara will explain why soon. But even in that case, the halacha is that there's no maidem So clearly, if Rabbi Yeshua needs Pesha Asa to tell me that in a situation like this, your father gave me $100, but I paid back half, it's not a Maidim HaMixas, then obviously he doesn't like the Chachamim. Because according to the Chachamim, even if you don't have Pesha Asa, even if Shimon comes with a Tfiya, even there the Halach is going to be that way. So obviously, if this would be the case of Rabbi Shur, Rabbi Shur couldn't have held like the Chacham. And I leave it to Rabbi Yezav and Yaakov, and if Rabbi Shur would go according to Rabbi Yezav and Yaakov, again, we'll see where Rabbi Yezav and Yaakov is also in a second. holds that even in the Pesha Asa version of this case, he still chayish for their rice. So who is this Rabbi Yezav and Yaakov? Who is this Chacham the Tanya into the rice? There are times that a person will be chayish for altainas atzmoi. Meaning he offers up the information and he'll still he's going to be chayish. What's the case? Mamish unzer a case. Kate samano lavichal yadi. Someone goes over to him. Reuven goes over to him and he says, you know, your father gave me a hundred dollars for chalte pras, but I paid back half. He's moide b'mixas. Harayz and nishba. He's nishba. V'zeh oshen nishba. Altainas atzmoi. Rebbelezim Yaakov said this is an example of a person that swears altainas atzmoi. So it's pretty mafurish. The Rebbelezim Yaakov holds that in such a case you would be chayish for their rights. Chum noim the chum hold. Eino yalek meishav avedo. Now this person's a meishav avedo. This person did not have to offer up the half that he offered and because he offered up the half that he offered he's a Meshav Aveda and he's not going to be Chayish for who Potter is going to be Potter and the way the Gemara understands the Chachamim is that you're a Meshav Aveda not only because you're the one that offered the information that there's a Chiv in the first place but even had he been Teveya Still, I would have been a Meshav Aveda. Just to give it away, because it's a little bit hard. And it's not going to be clear until the end of the Gemara why this should be the case. The reason is because the only reason Shmoyed of Amiktas has to swear is because Chazaka ain't other Meyer's point of Ufnei Balchayv. Had we not had that Chazaka, a Moed of Amiktas would never have to swish for their Raisa. There's other reasons that go into why the Moed of Amiktas swish for their Raisa. But 
First and foremost, it's predicated on Chazaka Ein Adamei's pun of Bifnei Balchayva. The only time there's a svar of Ein Adamei's pun of Bifnei Balchayva is if it's the Balchayva lane. But over here, the kid is coming. My father did business with you and you owe him money. No idea what you're talking about. There's no Chazaka Ein Adamei's pun of Bifnei Balchayva over there. So that guy could have been Kaifra Akoil. And the fact that he wasn't Kaifra Akoil is a Meshav Aveda. And a Meshav Aveda doesn't switch with their ass. By the way, Rashi says, what's the literal definition of Meshav Aveda? Someone that finds an Aveda, he's returning it. And Rashi says is that this Nusach that we use, that he's a Meshav Aved, and that's why he's Potter, it's based on the Sugi Mesechtis Gittin, that says, If someone finds a Metziah and now he wants to return it, he never has to swear. Meaning, what happens if somebody found a Metziah, he's returning it, and then the person says, once again, $500, I had $1,000. And he says, no, it was only $500. Maybe you should be chayish for us, moidim amixas. So chazal semib, neitikin ha'olam, a meishva veda never has to swear. So this is a borrowed term. That this person's like that meishva veda, he's returning an aveda. He wouldn't have to return it if he didn't want to. But the bottom line is, time is the Gemara that you see clearly that there's a machloikis, Rebeleza ben Yaakov, and the Chachamim. What's the halacha when it comes to this Indian of moidim amixas, but not moidim amixas, to the Teveya, but it's really more the Teveya's father. So over there we have two shittas. According to Lezab and Yaakov, you swear Shvuz Maidab and Miksas, even where it was Peshasar. And according to the Chachamim, you never swear Shvuz Maidab and Miksas, because you're always a Meshav Aveda. So the Gemara said that you wanted that the case of Peshasar and Unzer the Mishnah should have been a case of Maidab and Miksas, where you're offering up this information to the father. That could not have been the case. Why not? Because that would mean that Rabbi Shua is a third sheet, and we don't want Rabbi Shua to be a third sheet. Because I'll leave it in mind. It doesn't ship with Rabbi Lezimiyak, because according to Rabbi Yaakov, you don't have Peshasar. And it doesn't ship with the Chachamim, because according to the Chachamim, you don't need Peshasar in order for you to be potter from Shua's Maidabamixis. But the Gemara now, and really from here until the end of this part of the sugya, is going to analyze a little bit the Machloikis, Rabbi Lezimiyakov, and the Chachamim. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Lezimiyakov, Leslie, Meshav Aveda, Potter. It sounds like Rabbi Lezimiyakov doesn't hold Meshav Aveda's Potter. Rabbi Lezimiyakov just said a Chiddush Noira. We explained the Chachamim a little bit. Rabbi Lezimiyakov is really ton beer. Rabbi Lezimiyakov doesn't hold of Meshav Aveda. How could that be? He holds, even in the case of Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitter, even then, Yechayev, Maidim, Mikzah, doesn't make sense. And look at the way the Gemara phrases it. Not so much he doesn't hold a Pesha Asa, but he doesn't hold a Meshav Aveda. Meshav Aveda, you're going to tell me that in Perak Elam it's possible to be Chayish Fuz Maidim Amix? That's in Shnai Moichsa, not in Elam it's just It's just too hard to wrap our head around that. So the Gemara says, I'm a Rav, no, you're right, it's not possible. But And you have to say, even Rabbi Lezim Yaakov's case is not where you were a re- regular Pesha Asa, but somebody was being Teveyo. Someone was being Teveyo that my father, but who is the Teveyo? The Teveyo was a Katon. And over there, it's not Mamash Pesha Asa. I'm not really such a Meshav Aveda. The Gemara still has to explain this. But at least you could understand a little bit where Abeliyaz Mayakov is coming from. But the Gemara says, We have a Klal, that if a Cheresh or a Shaita or a Katan is the Teveya, you never have a Shvu Dei Raisa. Not Shvu Dei Raisa, not any Shvu. There's no Chiv Shvu Dei Raisa on the Tainas Cheresh Shaita Vakatan. So the Gemara says, That can't be the case. So the Gemara says, My Katan Gadol. No, Katan really means Gadol. Okay, so that my carly cotton. If he's a gadol, then why is he called a a cotton? The legabe milidaviv cottonu. Because Klappy, his father's things, he's like a cotton. What's a cotton? He's not a bardas. He doesn't really know 100% what's going on. This gadol's like a cotton because he didn't really know his father's geshef. And as a result, he's a. Like a, a cotton. But the point is that over here it's not Mamish Meshav Aveda. It's not Mamish Pesha Asar. There is a Tevei over here. And the Tevei is not a cotton because Enish Bon, Altain is cotton. He's a Godel. But it's, it's not a real Tevei. And that's why the Gemara says, If that's the case, Tainus Atzmai, Tainus Acherim 
What did Rebbe Lezben Yaakov say? His lotion was, Based on the surgery we just did to this b'risa, it's not tainas atzmai, it's really tainas acherim. So one says, you're right, tainas acherim, though he does atzmai. We know it's tainas acherim, he didn't mean tainas atzmai, he meant he does atzmai. Someone tain it, and you offered up information. Isn't that what Maidibah Mixas is? Kuli tanasa tainas acherim, though he does atzmai. Every case is such a case. So, Again, where are we? We're stuck a little bit. What does Rebbe Yezim Yaakov mean? Rebbe Yezim Yaakov doesn't hold him. Ishva doesn't hold a Pesha, a Pesha It sounds like too big of a Chiddush. So we tried making it work. It's a cotton. It's not really a cotton. It's a God. We're just calling him a cotton, but it doesn't seem to work. Elba the Gemara says like this. It's talking about where the Teveya was a regular cotton. Okay, now if the Teveya was a, a regular cotton, I thought there's a cloud of Inishban al Tainus cotton. So how are you going to make this work? So the Gemara says, Hach over here, the Machloikis over here is Nogeya, something that Rabbah said. Amar Rabbah, Rabbah very epically explained the whole concept of why it is that a Moida Bimiktas has to. Swear and that is they mount retire might make satan you shovel. Why is it that a might mix has to wish for they rise so it's chazaka in other mayors pon of if neighbor chaiva? It's because it's a chazaka in other mayors pon of if neighbor chaiva. Meaning, why doesn't he have a migu that he could have been kai frakoil or what happened to this, whatever you want to call it? It doesn't make sense that here if I was kai for bakoil, I would have been potter, but because I was made to mix, I would be chai. The terrorist says this person would love to be kai for bakoil. The problem is, this is a chazaka, ain't other mayors pon of if neighbor chaiva. The hyper cool about the lichpere. He would have had no problem. Because he can't, he doesn't want to be Mayus Panov. Now, Ubekulu, the Gemara Rabbi continued. Now you have to understand what the second leg of Rabbi is. That really this person would have been Moida in everything. The reason he's not Moida is it's because he's trying to buy himself some time. The Savar, he's thinking, by the time I find some money, then I'll be Pireya. And the reason he's being kaifran, that other half is because he's trying to buy himself some time. The Torah said, Rami tell him to swear, because by telling him to swear, this is going to get him to tell the truth. Now there's a big Shiloh, what the second part of Rabbi is, what's that coming to address? Why do we need this, what's known as Ishtamute Kamishtamit, what's that part about? Rashi and Bava and Cheskes Abatim, so Rashi explains, very, very posh that the reason is, is because there's a, there's a flaw a little bit in the whole concept of Maidim Amiktas. Why? Every Maidim Amiktas, you're afraid he might be not telling the truth. You owe me $100, 50. Swear on the other 50. Oh, one second. You don't trust me? You think I'm lying? Then, then why would you trust my Shvua? So to answer that, Rabbi said a shtickle tire. That really will be coolly by the loy delay. Esnish can prostaganeth. Narvas, the high delay delay, ki hechi delishtamitle. Vesover ad the havali zuzu peranale. Vrachmono amar, romish for like hechi delay delay bekule. But either way, this is what the shwas made the mixes is all about. But the ik, what we need is the first part of Rabbi. And that is, it's predicated on chazaka eno de meyes pon of nebal chayve. Snob lezem yakov sovereign, lezem yakov hell, loishna boy, veloishna bibnoi, eno meyet. It doesn't matter. If the Teveya is the father, or if the Teveya is the son, and Rashi says, top line, even if the child is a katan, there's a svara of another meis pon of the And being that there's a svara of another meis pon of the he's not a meis If he's not a meis he's chayish for the raisa. Rabbanon Savi, the Rabbanon hold boy who the inay meis, like we spoke at earlier. It's only regarding the 
person that he took the money from, there's a svar of Eino de Meis, Pano Bifnei Bachai. Ve'avu Bifnei Meis, as it relates to his son, he would be Meis. Umidloi Heis, from the fact that he wasn't Meis, Meishav Aveda Hava, this means that really what he is, is a Meishav Aveda. But what emerges is, is that what's the Machloikis between Rebelezim and Yaakov and the Chachamim? The Machavada, Rebelezim and Yaakov holds of Meishav Aveda, Avada he holds of Pesha Asar. The only time Rebelezim and Yaakov said that in a case where you owe my father a hundred dollars, I say fifty, there's still going to be a chiyashvur de raisa. It's talking about where there was a teveya. There was a teveya. Albeit a katan. And that's why Rabbi Lezim Yaakov referred to it as Vizel Shinishbal Tainus Atzmai because the Teveya is a cotton, so we look at it as if it's Tainus Atzmai. But the point is, Rabbi Lezim Yaakov holds that being that there's a Teveya, there's a Svara for Shvos Maidu Mixas. Chamamol, there is no Maidu Mixas. What are they arguing? But the Rabbi Kamifligate, they're arguing in Rabbi's Hezbir, Maidu Mixas, how it would play itself out in this case. The only reason a Maidu Mixas swears is because Chazaka ain't not the Mayas Panam of Nebachoyva. Because if there was no Chazaka ain't not the Mayas Panam of Nebachoyva, I would be a Meshav Aveda and I wouldn't have to swear. I could have been quite the half I gave you is Meshav Aveda. Meshav Aveda doesn't swear. So the Shaila is in this case, am I a Meshav Aveda? Am I not a Meshav Aveda? What is a Talian? Is there a Chazaka? Is there not a Chazaka? Chalam ho Chazaka in the mouth is part of Nebal Choyva is only for the guy himself, but not for his child. So for the child, I'm a Meshav Aveda. I can't be Chayish for a day, right? So Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov holds Loishna who? Loishna Benoi. Even Benoi Katan, that's his Kinech of. Because even if the Taveya is a katan, and that's why in that case he holds you would be chayish for day raisa. But what's the bottom line? We just ended the sugya, right? We're on to the next Mishnah. We're about to start the sugya of Shtaris. But what's the bottom line? The bottom line is that there really is no machloikis between Rebelezim and Yaakov and the Chachamim as it relates to someone that's a full-fledged Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter. Somebody goes over to his friend. Reuven goes over to Shimon and he says, I owe your father a hundred dollars. But I paid 50. The halacha, there's no one we know, there's no Tana that we're aware of that would hold that Yechai Shavuos might have mixed us. Rebelez ben Yaakov was the closest thing. But Rebelez ben Yaakov, Le'achar Ha'iyun, only holds that if there is a Teveya. Because in that case, you're not a Meshav Aveda because he holds, Eino the Meyus Ponov, even the Fnei, the son of your Balchayv. But there's no one in the world that holds that in that case, you would be Chayiv, now, it's true, there's a shita sachachonim that hold, that even if someone is teveya you, if Shimon says, you know, you owe my father $100, and you say $50, you are a Meshav Aveda in that case, and you wouldn't have to pay. That's true. But at the very least, there's no one that holds that when I am a Pesha Osar, that I would be Chayash Shavuos Maidu Mixas. Now, if that's the case, really, Hajar Kushi Luduchte in the Cheshben of the Gemara, because the Gemara's Kasha was that if we wanted to bring out a case where Rabbi Shua was going to hold of Peshnasa Pesha Hitter, so why couldn't we have a case of where someone goes over to his friend, I owed your father $100, I paid him half, I'm going to be potter because of Peshnasa. So initially, the Gemara said, Kosmimanavsha, who are you going like? Are you going like Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov? Or you're going like the Chachamim. Going to Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov, you are Chayashvur. And going to the Chachamim, you don't have to come out to Pesha Asa. You know what the Teretz is? Tana the Mishnah would be going, going to Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov, who, by the way, Mishnah is Kavanaki. So it's anything but an Oikimta to say that the Tana the Mishnah is Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov. It'd make a lot of sense in Kloli Apsak. This cannot nothing more powerful than Mishnah's Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov Kavanaki. It's a Shailun Dachroinim. Let's say he argues with Rabbi Akiva. Allah Rabbi Akiva Mechaveir. So what's Machriya? Allah Rabbi Akiva Mechaveir. Mishnah's Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov. There's people on this. But for sure, it would be not Dachuk. And we'll say the time of Mishnah's Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov. And therefore, he holds that ordinarily, if there's a Teveya, there is 
a chazaka, and therefore you wouldn't be a meshvaveda. But if there is no teveda, then avada, you're going to be a meshvaveda. So I am showing him why the Gemara didn't say that, because the Gemara really never closed the loop. But the bottom line is, is that the point, the halachic point of the Mishnah on Tezvav Amidez, of the safe of the Mishnah, the beginning of Perik, or Ishashen as Aramala, was that even though Rabbi Yishnu in the first Perik of the Masechta does not hold of Migu, but he does hold of Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitter, and really our Suya was not discussing the Lumdis and the Chilik between a Migu and a Pesha Asar, but rather the case, the Mushal, that Rabbi Yeshua gave to make his point. The case was, And the Gemara went through a series of different examples, and all of which, there was a reason why the Gemara thought in the Kasha that that would have been a better example of Peshasa. The first was, That's the most obvious, that's very, very straightforward. Or, a case of, Or, or finally, the case of mana, where lavicha biyadi, v'achaltiv pras, and all of these cases, there is a pesha asar, and there's no question. The maskana, they are all bona fide cases of pesha asar, but there were just technical reasons as to why it is that at the end of the day, the Tana, the Mishnah, did not give this as the example of pesha asar, pesha. So just to make aschala on the next sugya, which is really the third part of the daf, and that is. The Sugya of Shtaris. So there's a Sugya in Shas that's known as the Sugya of Shtaris. So Shtaris is one of the themes that underpins the entirety of Tarish Bapet, the Frat, Nashim Nazikin. But Shtaris is also a Sugya. And the Sugya of Shtaris is in the second parak of Mesachtis Ksubis, and it's, it's really the next several Dafin. These are some of the real Lamdashah Dafin in Yeshivas. My boys, this man, learned the Sugya of Shtaris in Yeshiva. So this is a, a, a Sugya that is learned very, very much bi'iyun in the Kaisle based Medrash. We're going to do what we do, but just as a hakdama, not the shtaris. That's going to come in the raid in the next few days. But just as a hakdama to this last Ahmed of Gemara that goes quick, that we're about to learn, and that is, if Reuben goes over to Shimon, he tells Shimon, you owe me money. Shimon says, prove it. He says, you ready? I'm ready. Pulls a shtar out of his pocket. It says clearly, Reuven, Shimon, it has the whole year, it's closed, no shiloh, there's Adam sign on the bottom of the shtar. You would think that Shimon now has to pay, right? What's the shiloh? There's Adam, there's a shtar, we know the koyach of a shtar, we're about to see Reish Lokish's famous memra. Adam achsuman ala shtar is nasa kimisha nechkir edus in the desert. So there's no question in the world, the shtar is as good as anything possible. Oh, but the emphasis is not pasha. It's not pasha. And really there's a little bit of history here. It used to be once upon a time, Barishayna, it was like this. But then somewhere along the lines, Chazal realized that people weren't as Ehrlich as they were. Maybe it's around the same time that Chazal realized that we need to be Masakin Shavuos Hesses because the Chazal of Eino Demeyes part of Nebal Chayba didn't work anymore. But there was a time that there was actually a legitimate concern that somebody for a few shekels would pay someone off to fraudulently sign on a shtar and as a result, this shtar no longer is something that could be mighty moment in and of itself. Okay, so what do, what do I have to do? Like, what should, I, what should I do more than a star? You know what you have to do? You have to prove that the signatures, the John Hancocks on this star, are real chsimis. The process of proving and determining that the chsimis on a star are real chsimis is what we know as kim stars. Now, kim stars is something that wasn't always. 
It was something that came into creation at some point, which is why the Gemara is going to say later in the Parakim, Shtaris is the Rabban. Because the whole concept, really, the rabbis were mechadish. It wasn't always like that. But Beiridas Hadoiris, Chazal felt that we need to be Mesach and Kim Shtaris. And they went ahead and they instituted this idea of Kim Shtaris. So how do you do Kim Shtaris? This is important for Shas. There's three ways how you do Kim Shtaris. The simplest way is if two Edom would walk into Bezin, they would say, we recognize these signatures. That's good. Another way is if the Edom themselves are made, Al-Atzman, that these are our signatures. That also works. And then finally, the third way to do Kim Shtaris is if Bezin once went through this process. So Bezdin once had a star and they were chasimis and they did the Kiyam Shtaris and they already verified that these signatures are good signatures. They applied what's known as a henpik but they proved that these signatures are good signatures. So then the halach is they can now match and say, oh, we know this is good. We don't have to go through this every single time. Bezdin had a database. They could pull it up and they can say, oh, we know these are good chasimists. But the bottom line is, is that if someone's moitzi a shtar and he wants to pull money out of somebody else with a shtar, even though you would think, of course, isn't this the concept of Edim? And this is l'churu, the raya that you need in hamoitzi mechaveri, all of a raya. It's true, but there was a readers adoyris, and as a result, what was instituted was a parasha of kiim shtaris. So this next Amid Gemara is going to talk about pesha asa pesha hitter in the context of Kiyam Shtar. Zok the Heilige Mishnah. Edim Shah Amru. Two Edim that walk into Bezdin and they say, Ksav Yodeinu, who's that? That Shtar that Ruvain has that he's trying to take $100 from Shimon from. It's our signature. In other words, Kiyam Shtaris. I know you need to be Mekayim the Shtar. It's our signature. Avo. But wait, before you get excited, Anusamayinu. When we signed the Shtar, we were being forced to sign the Shtar. It was like gunpoint. Kitanim Hayinu. Or we were Kitanim. At the time that we witnessed this loan take place. At the time, we were gamblers. We were Masachit Pekuv Yerashi, says. And as a result, we were Pasuleidus. What's Talacha? Harei Elun Amarim. They're believed. They're believed to knock out their Eidus. Why? Because really, these Eidim right now, the only way this Eidus is going to be admissible in court is if we have a Kiyom. They were Mekayim, their own Chazimus. But at the same time, they had an aval. They said, but you should know that when we signed, it wasn't a kosher edus. Ha-pesha asar. Who a pesha What's the pesha asar? The pet that said that the chasimis are real chasimis. Who a pesha that said, anusim ayinu, ktanim ayinu, ayinu. And as a result, it's not going to be a kim shtaris, meaning that belief to say that this shtar right now, or their chasimis on the shtar, not good shtar. We have the sefer. What if there are edim that say that no, Meaning, Adam themselves said that I recognize these two, these two signatures, these are real signatures. Or Bezdin already has a hempic. They're able to tap into that database and they know these chasimis are good chasimis. In other words, we're being Mekayim the Shtar in one of the other two ways. In that case, they're not going to be believed. Why not? Because in that case, it's not a Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter. So essentially, what the Mishnah is saying is Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter in the context, not of a Cheskis Gimel Shonim, but in the context of Kim Shas. Now, why are we talking about this Mishnah? What's the paper trail over here? Pun intended. It's very, very clear what that is. And that is because the previous Mishnah discussed Allah, Pashasa Pashita. Right? Just see how the, the Tana, how it all works. Psalmist is Bim Ravi. Why? Because of Pasuk Pasuach. Because of Tainas Dhan. What happens if she says Mishir is Tanin and Asti? And you says, actually, Rastik. Rabbi Gamliel says, Namanis. Rabbi Yeshua says, no. It's Mukhach and Rabbi Yeshua. That was the Maskanos of Gamar Tesai and the Manalf that he doesn't hold the Migu. Oh, I don't hold the Migu, but I do hold the Pashasa. We mentioned Pashasa. 
No, let's talk about Pesha Asr. One of the case of Pesha Asr is Shtaris, and that brings us the whole Sugi of Shtaris, Gewalt. Either way, Zakhti Gevar, Amr Rami Barchama. Rami Barchama commented on the Mishnah. He said, And the way the Gemara thinks initially is that Rami Barchama's comment is on the Seifa of the Mishnah. What's the Seifa of the Mishnah? The, there were two Adam that signed on a Shtar. The Shtar was Mekuyim, independently. Two Adam, or there's a handpick. So, the star was Mekoyim, and then they said Anusim Hayinu. What did the Mishnah say? Einu Namas. Remember, Rachama said, the only time that's true is if they said Anusim Hayinu Machmas Mamen. That the, the Anusim was, it was Machmas Mamen. Me, somebody paid us off, and we were, on, we were forced into do it, but it was, it's not like our life was at risk. We just did it for a few dollars. In that case, they're not believed. But if they say that they were we will push at gunpoint, we had to do this. In that case, they are going to be believed. Now, in the chilik between and is going to be clear at the end of the Gemara. It's because if a person says that I was forced, he's not implicating himself. Because the halach is, if somebody with a gun here says sign or I'll kill you, you sign. But it's, it, but if a person says anusim ayinu machmas mamin, he is implicating himself. And we know the rule. Ein adam mesim atzmai rasha. A person is not believed to make himself into a rasha. So it's ironic. If a person says anusim ayinu machmas nafashis, you're not making yourself into a rasha. If you say anusim ayinu machmas mamin, you are making yourself into a rasha. Therefore, if you say anusim ayinu machmas nafashis, you're believed. But if you say anusim ayinu machmas mamin, you're actually not believed, even though it makes you, what you're saying you did is worse. But you're not believed. And the bottom line is, that's what the Mishnah meant when it said, where you don't have the Pasha Asar, it's only in a case when you said Anusim Ayinu Machmas Mamin because of Eina Dameisim Asmei Rosh, therefore you're not believed. But Anusim Ayinu Machmas Tafashis, there you would be believed. Now it's hard to wrap our head around this Gemara, as the Gemara is about to ask. Meaning it sounds like, really I should be believed even though I don't have a Pasha Asar Pasha The only reason I'm not believed is because of Eina Dameisim Asmei Rosh. Afraid the Gemara, Malay Ravas, Ravat told Rami Barchama, Kol Kemine, what? You believe to say Anusim Ayinu Machmas Tafashis? Kibon Shehigit, Shuvani Chayzer Umagid. What do you mean? They said Edus already when they signed the star. Signing the star is the equivalent thereof to testifying in court. And being that they already said Edus, they're not believed now to say Anusim Ayud no Machmas Nafashas. Forget about Eno the Mesa Matzme Rasha. I'm not believed to be Chaiser. If you say Edus in court, you can't backtrack. But you can't backtrack anymore. You mean to tell me that if two Edom sign on a star, and then later the Edom say Anusim Ayud no Machmas Nafashas, they're believed? How could they be believed? L'chura ain kivan shehiged shuveni chayzer amagid. So the Gemara said that Rava told him. V'chitemi, you'll tell me that when is there a din of kivan shehiged shuveni chayzer amagid? Hani biliyapet. That's maybe only if you testify about pet. Avul b'shtar loy. But if you testify in the shtar not, v'amar ishlakish. But ishlakish said Edom achsuman al ashtar nasli kemishen nachri eduzim bebezin. That when Edom sign on a shtar, it's as if they testified in court. So Rava told Rav Bacham, I don't understand Pasha B'shan what you're saying. Eloki itmar reshe. It must be that what Rami Bacham was saying was not on the safe of the Mishnah, but he was referring to the reshe of the Mishnah. Very clear. What the reshe the Mishnah say, the Edom themselves were Mekayim the Shtar. But then they said, they are believed, 
I, what happened to Kivan Shehigit Shuvan Echazer Mag? No, they didn't believe because it's a Pesha Asa Pesha So by Pesha Asa Pesha Iter, over there they, they have an Amonis. Ami Rami Barchama, there Rami Barchama said, Loishan, well, Shamra Nusinu Machas the Fashist. The only time they believed is if they said Anusim, you know, Machas the Fashist. And why are they believed? Because here there's a Pesha Asa Pesha Iter. Aval Amro Anusim, you know, Machas Mamen. But if they would say Anusim, you know, Machas Mamen, ain't a Monim there, they would not be believed. My Taimo, ain't of the Mesa Matsmai Rosho, because ain't of the Mesa Matsmai Rosho. Either way, we just made a haschal on the Gemara. We're going to get more into it. But for now, what the Gemara is saying is, is that even though it's true, that Adam have a pesha also in the Reisha of the Mishnah, but if the punchline of what they're saying is going to implicate themselves, and that overrides any Peshaz that they might have, and as a result, they wouldn't be believed. So when the Mishnah says, if they said Anusim Ayinu, they're believed, and there's no problem of Kivin Chehigid, because you have the Peshaz, all these things need to be understood better. But the bottom line is, is that at the end of the day, they believe with a Peshaz, it's only if they said Anusim Ayinu and Machas Nefashas, where at the very least, they didn't implicate themselves. If, however, they would implicate themselves, in that case, it would be a problem. And I just think, just to make a Sikum on the Daf, today's Daf that we learned, it's really, we learned a Daf and a half, is just a classic example of why Ksubis is Shas Katan, right? Just think about what we went through in today's daf. Migu, Peshasa, Pesha Hitter, Cheskes Gimel Shonen, Hamalve es Chaveroi Beedim, Einoit Sarech Lopoiroi Beedim, Moide Bemiktas, Chazoka Einodemeis Ponobifnebal Choivoi, the concept of Meshev Aveda, Kium Storis, Edem Achsuman Alashtar, Nasakimishin Nechkere, Dusan Bebezden, Einodemeis Matsmoi Rosho, Niflo, Ten Sugis, Plus, Tucked away right here, Mesachtis Ksubestaf Yutchas.